Guys, what is going on, man? Welcome back to another episode. You know what? I am reporting live out here from, of course, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Man, it's been a long time coming. I have not been here since July. I told you guys that I would be doing a travel pod for you guys, too. So here I am, very, very early. Well, it's not even early. I'm like one hour ahead, but it feels like it's 7.30, but it's actually 8.30. But you know what, man? What a trip. What a day. What a chain of events. What man, oh man, oh man. Everything that could have went right, went right. And you know what? This is very, very different from the previous trips I've had because, oh my god, Hong Kong, man, going to, what is it? When I came here to Malaysia last time around in July, it was a disaster because I stayed at a hotel that, you know, they didn't have any concierge. They didn't really care about the, it, it, listen, it sucked, all right? But you know what? I am here today, and I'm going to kick this off real, real quick. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about Thailand. Now, here we go. The reason why a lot of people were wondering, okay, Arsenio, why are you staying at an expensive hotel opposite the airport? Now, I had one of my friends ask me this, and I was like, well, honestly, I could really care less because the thing is, me being, uh, I guess you could say about 85% at the time, or maybe even 80% at the time, I did not want to walk for about half a mile to get to the airport and start sweating already. That defeats the purpose of actually even staying at this side of town. I could have just stayed home if I wanted to have a goddamn sweat-a-thon. The unique part of this airport, also known as, Air, you know, Don Mung, what is it, Amari Don Mung, is because it has an air-conditioned bridge that's connected with the airport. Okay, a lot of people, you know, so you're probably thinking, okay, what was the price? The price was, what, $80, 80 US dollars, 2,400 baht, okay, plus minus maybe about $5, $10. And so a lot of people are like, well, you could have got another place for $20 over there, you know, one, one of my friends. And I'm like, well, why would I want to walk and start sweating and put my, put my body through more of an exertion that I don't want it to go through because... Again, I was still recovering from the flu. So a lot of people didn't understand, but it doesn't matter. It's not your job to make them understand. But the unique part about this positioning of the hotel is once I got out the minivan, which I took from the other side from, well, I guess you could say the heart of Bangkok. Once I got out, I walked a little bit. I walked up the bridge and I went straight into a restaurant that was connected, of course, to the hotel. And so I checked in. The hotel staff was absolutely amazing. I went into, of course, this retro 1980s-style hotel, and I ended up going on a radio show that night, and I had a very good, nice nap. Uh, it, was, it wasn't too loud. There were a lot of crazy, rabid-ass kids running around, but it did wake me up. But you know what, man? Honestly, I can't be thankful enough for staying at that place. It was perfect. Now, my flight left at 9.25. Well, it was due to leave at 9.25, but because when you fly low-cost airlines, their goal is not to be on time. Their goal is always to be late. The only goal a low-cost airline has is to bring you from one place to another, point A to point B. They're kind of like dry, uh, you know, driving, uh, what is it, one of those old station wagons from the 1970s. It's not for luxury, it's not for anything like that, it's just to take you from one place to another. This is why it's so difficult for me. To get here to Malaysia because there aren't that many flights that come here. 
And if there are, they're probably priced three times higher than the regular, you know, simple low-cost airline. So, anyways, I ended up going to the airport, and then, boom! I saw one of my friends I haven't seen in a very long time. And you know what? It was so, it was so great to see her. Joom, of course, is her name. And uh, it was just, it was man, it just brought back so many memories. And she was like, dude, so what happened? What happened over the last two years? So I gave her the whole rundown. I was like, listen... Remember Toshiba? Because she used to drop me off, of course, at Toshiba. And she was telling me, uh, and I told her, yeah, they actually removed me as being part, you know, as a teacher and the coordinator there. He was talking all that bullshit. And I said, you know what? I'm done. And I quit. In my mind, I quit right there. I went back home. I hurry up and got a condo. And I told her the entire story. She was just amazed that I overcome so much. So... That's basically what happened after I checked out of the hotel that very day. I only stayed there for one day, okay? But that night, now, of course, this place is going to be, it's it's no longer under development. It is developed. Now, before, they were building this big sky train, right? And now, holy shit, this thing is beyond massive. I've never seen a sky train system like this before in my life. And so what they're going to do in two years, once that opens, they're going to connect the airport, which is the, the other airport, which is like 30 miles or 40 miles away, they're going to connect the both of them. And I'm just really, really excited about that because it's going to be easy for people to commute from one airport to another. <sighs> so, guys, anyways, this guy trade that I ended up getting some roadside food. So there's a lot of roadside stalls just outside the hotel. And I'm like, dude, I want to get me like some Thai food, this and that. So I sat down, I saw a lot of women wearing the same uniform, and I'm like, dude, that's the Tide Lion Air uniform. But they're not flight attendants, they're actually the ground staff that work at the airport, beautiful women. But there aren't that many seats. So, of course, here in Thailand, you always got that, I'm not going to straight up say that this guy was a pedophile, but if you look at his glasses, he's got those big supreme goggles, those, those you, you know, the telescopic glasses. And to see what his body language was, there were only two tables, right? Well, there were three, but there were some officers sitting at the other table. Three girls were sitting at one table, and this guy, he sits down right next to them, and he continues to just stare at them. And I'm like, how uncomfortable can you make those three women by just staring at them? They don't know you. It was just so unnerving. Like, I, I don't understand. Again, guys, welcome to Thailand. That's the type of trash that they attract. Why? I don't know. I don't know. You're going to have to ask them. Ask the picture, the, the, the image of the country. I don't know. But I already know what that guy was about. So, I was sitting at the table behind them, and I was looking. I was like, oh, my God. But then, boom, another five came. And they sat at the same table. So, I was going to move over one seat. They were like, no, it's okay. You can sit there, this, that. They were such wonderful individuals. And it's great because they work for the airline. So it wasn't like, oh, you know, uh, we work for the airline. That means we're better than you. No, no, they were talking to me and smiling at me. They were just very, very, very nice. So big shout out to the Thai Lion Air staff, ground staff out there at Don Mung Airport. Luckily, security, I checked in. There were a, oh my God, see, this airport is chaos. So if you guys ever travel to Thailand, it's kind of like when you travel to KL. You never, ever want to travel out of klia2 that's the low-cost airport never travel outside of that airport it is a disaster 
Right after security, there is no food. There are barely any places to sit down. It is mayhem. However, the main international airport, which is just, you know, it's connected by train. You travel out of there, that's where all the other flights come out of. That place is actually really, really good. So, with Thailand, if you go to Don Mung, you just got, it's a low-cost airport, right? So you're going to get low-cost people. Low-cost people meaning backpackers that, no offense to my backpackers. See, a lot of people, they take it, you know, very offensive. Oh, well, I'm a backpacker. No, just don't look like you just came out of a homeless shelter. Like, you got to have some kind of dignity to say, uh, I saw what, you know what, it ain't even my spot to judge or anything like that. But if you're, I saw one guy yesterday, oh my goodness. I say, you can't look no better than that. The stench, I mean, I, you know what, you do what you want. Guys, there is, that's basically what you're going to be doing. When you get to Don Mulong, that's what you're going to be flying into. So, of course, me sitting in that terminal, there are a lot of Chinese flights leaving out of there. There were people just screaming all over the place. I said, oh, shit, this is a little bit crazy. Uh, and again, there, it, it depends where they're going and whatnot, but it doesn't really matter. Um, I got on my flight. Of course, delay because Thailand, they're always delayed, uh, but not too bad. Uh, but again, waiting right outside the terminal, seeing where the seating area was, going downstairs, having one girl check tickets, and oh my god, man, just, ooh, everyone was coughing on the plane. Of course, yes, I'm still recovering and whatnot, you can still hear my voice, uh, because I still got a little bit of congestion, but... Oh my god, everyone was coughing, I was getting angry, but why was I getting angry? Because I was kind of coughing too, I was kind of like, no, I'm the only man that could cough on this plane. Oh my god, it was pretty stupid, pretty ridiculous. But anyways, I ended up, uh, finally landed, the flight went actually very, very well, uh, really closely tight, I got no room to write my, uh, guys, that's basically a low-cost airline, that's why when I fly back, of course, I'm going to be flying out of KLIA-1. I'm flying Thai Airways instead. And so a lot of people will say, how much more did you have to pay? Well, you know what? I didn't have to pay if I would have flew into AirAsia, but it's not near my home. Suwanapum, the main Bangkok airport, which is far better than Don Mung, <clears throat> out there in Bangkok, Thailand. Yes, that's near my home. That's closer to home. So I'm going to fly Thai Airways, and I'm going to fly into that airport rather than flying into the other airport. And dealing with all that craziness again. Oh, and of course, dealing with the craziness of being at that KLIA2 here. So anyways, guys, I landed. It was all good. Luckily, what I like about landing at KLIA2, though, is that the lines aren't that long. So if you land at the main international airport, I had to wait for almost one hour one time. The lines were stupid. There were like two or three immigration officers for about 350 people. So yes, that was about one hour. And then there was another <clears throat> There was another time I had to wait for about 45 minutes. So this time, flying into KLIA 2, there are lots of immigration officers and the lines go by very, very quickly. So I only had to stand there for 20 minutes. So I thought that was brilliant. And the reason why uh, I was going to use the fast track service, and they told me, oh, no, you can't use fast track. Uh, we don't use fast track at KLIA2. 
And it's because, obviously, it goes by much quicker. They know KLIA1 is absolutely terrible. So, anyways, man, that was perfect. So, I ended up scanning my fingers, met my friend. Big shout-out to Simone. She's the one that picked me up from the airport. We had a wonderful, long conversation all the way driving into town. I was starving. I wanted to relax and do this and do that. And then, boom, I checked into the Renaissance Hotel. Guys, you know what's really funny? I'm going to give you this right now. Sheraton Hotel, I'm looking at it right now, right this moment, from my window. Now, of course, down below, I see the, uh, what is it? As a matter of fact, I'm thinking about going for a massage. Probably not today, probably not tomorrow, probably Saturday. But uh, there's a pool right below, and I love it. I love it so much. And it's so beautiful because this view, I can see the monorail, I see all the streets and whatnot, and I see that Sheraton Hotel right over there. And you know what? The Sheraton Hotel, a lot of people would say, okay, so compare the Renaissance, which is a five-star hotel, with the Sheraton Hotel. <clears throat> well, let me give you an example. When I got in to, of course, the Renaissance, a guy took my bag right off the back. Sheraton, there were some very, very angry doormen there. They all wear suits, and they were, very, they were not friendly whatsoever. They were not. And so when I checked into the Renaissance, however, <clears throat> excuse me, this guy, he kind of tried hard selling me. So he's like, hey, uh, I can sell you this package. You could pay $40 per night, uh, da, 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 and you could get free drinks. You could do this. You could do that. You could do this. I'm like, no, thank you. I'm good. I just want breakfast. And so, yeah, again, I don't want to pay that price a little bit extra. It's it's just unnecessary. You know what I mean? Yes, you know, doing this and doing a little bit of this. And he was like, oh, your room will be uh, bigger than the room that you have right now. And I'm like, I'm looking at my room right now. And I'm like, dude, this is a reasonably sized room. This is a very nice room. So, um, yeah, anyways, yeah, he was kind of uh, trying to hard sell and whatnot. But he was all good. They were very, very welcoming. He was very, very nice, too. Uh, very good people skills. I have to give them that. Uh, Sheraton Hotel, they did not have those types of people skills. Uh, I settled the bill. Guys, you got to understand, if you do not have a credit card, <sighs> settle your bill. Because at Sheraton Hotel, I remember he uh, he took out some money. And then when I checked out, they took out money again. So they double checked. It was almost like a double and a half. And so I had to call Booking.com. It was a it was an entire ordeal that lasts for about four days trying to get my money back. So yeah, anytime you don't have a credit card, if they say, "Oh, can you pay a security deposit?" and the security deposit is absolutely outrageous, it's the price of your room. So say, "Uh, no, I want to settle everything right now. I just want to pay for my room right now." And so yeah, luckily I had already paid for the room. And after I paid for the room, there it is. That's it. So if I want to pay for breakfast and this and that, I could just pay right off the back. So, guys, that is a rule. Rule of thumb. Please do that. When you travel and they say, hey, uh, I need to, you know, a security deposit or this or that. In Thailand, it's very cheap. Oh, 1,000 baht. That's like $30. Okay, here you go. Boom. Here, it's outrageous. Okay, they're going to ask you for the same price of your hotel. And if you don't have that money on you... Then hurry up and just settle the bill because if you give them your debit card and they ask to do that, next thing you know, you're going to go through hell. All right, so remember that. What are these crazy people in the pool? You should have saw these dr – oh, my God. There were like six drunk Russian guys yesterday. It rained very well. Oh, my God. It was beautiful yesterday. The rain was coming down. 
Uh, and these Russian guys were just doing freaking head stand flip things, just completely ignoring all the rules of the pool. Oh my god, it was so, it was interesting. But anyways, oh, there we go. I was walking through the lobby, huge place. The bellsman, he was talking to me the entire way. He was like, okay, over here, there, there. Yes, you're going to get yourself a tip. He was so happy. Because when he finally took me to the hotel, uh, you know, to my room, uh, he thought I wasn't going to give him a tip. I was like, no, you were talking to me the entire time. You gave a damn. Great service. That's how you win people. So I want to set an example for these types of these services that if you give a damn and you want to give and you're showing the person that you actually care about them and you're telling them about the hotel, yes, you're going to get a tip. You will be awarded. For your services. Now, Sheraton, I didn't have anything like that. G-Tower was pure garbage. I didn't have any. I had to bring my own luggage to uh, my uh, check-in at G-Tower. And the next thing you know, I had a big problem at check-in. And then, I mean, even the breakfast was very, very lackadaisical. So, yeah. Guys, just giving you an idea. Just giving you an idea. But you know what? While I was walking through the hotel, I saw that they had a piano. And there was a girl sitting uh, standing there. And she was like, yes, sir, da, 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 da. and we started talking. She was from India, and she wanted to learn English, and she was so nice. And it's funny because she was kind of looking at me and looking at the staff and, like, looking around like she was probably going to go out of order. It felt like as if she was going to ask me for my number. That's what it kind of felt like. But uh, I told her that I had to go, and I was like, hey, I'll see you next time. Because, you know, of course, she wants to learn English and whatnot. It's so interesting, you know. She worked here at the hotel from India. She was just, like, standing up and, you know, trying to get people to come into the restaurant or some kind of lounge. So, anyways, very, very interesting. Uh, I haven't explored everything just yet. I did go down to the pool area, which I want to go into. What is really unique about this place is that they have a pool bar. Yes, you could sit down in the pool and order drinks right there. I've always wanted to do that. But you know what? Nope, can't do it because I'm on medication. I really can give a damn about alcohol. So anyways, guys, man, that's day one. I'm going to be meeting my content writer today and then meet up, of course, with another friend tonight for some dinner. And uh, tomorrow I'm going to meet one of the people I brought on. Last year, her name was Nasuha. Now, for those of you, of course, out there in Ashburn, Virginia, and other places who have been following me, huh, you guys probably know about this interview that I had uh, last year with Nasuha. She's a Malaysian entrepreneur that does a lot of things. I'm going to be meeting her tomorrow. So this is going to be very, very cool. Uh, Saturday, I'm thinking about just getting a massage and probably a couple of other things. And there it is. That's going to be the conclusion of this trip. But... You know what? It's a very, It sucks because Saturday I'm supposed to do the Spartan race. I'm not going to do the Spartan race. Why? I'm not 100. Well, I am 100% now. It's just my congestion going on. But you know what? I just didn't want to risk it at that time. And I'm still – I don't want to just push my body and go right back into all that craziness. I haven't worked out since last week. And it's perfect because my body needed that rest. I haven't been rested What? so ever so again my first workout i probably will work out at the gym here but nothing too crazy strenuous so uh anyways with that being said oh my goodness gracious it's been a magnificent 
time out here so far. Uh, everything has gone so well, and of course, I love doing these traveling pods, and I haven't done them in a very, very long time since I went to Singapore. So, guys, man, I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing another one. I might at the airport, but uh, yeah, just giving you guys a nice rundown of what is going on. So, with that being said, guys... Stephen Covey, yes, he will be coming back. I'm trying to bring more people on uh, as the interviews, and I hope you guys enjoyed those. But, man, for all the newcomers who are listening to me around the world, man, thank you so much. I absolutely appreciate it. And, of course, man, I am your host, Arsenio, as usual. Stay tuned for more Over and Out.